Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. It's race day. It's race day. It's bloody race day. Three minutes. We have literally got the credits before the race right now. We got Crofty's commentary coming for a mic over there. We're moments away from, from lights out and away we go. The first race of the season. Mate, we finally made it. And Fernando Alonso is starting fifth. We've got Fernando Alonso and an Aston Martin fifth. Yeah, you know, I was kind of hoping for better. Mm. But it's all right. It's okay for Aston Martin to start in fifth. First race of the season is pretty good. Red Bulls have locked out front row. Then it's the two Ferraris. And then after Alonso, you've got the two Mercedes, which is exciting. But you said we've one of our mates is watching... F1 for the first time. Yeah, Brendan. Brendan, my singer Brendan from my band mm. is giving F1 a shot. So we were saying like, we time. hope it's a good race. I hope so. I hope the first, yeah, first race this season. I hope it's going to be good. I want to see some action-packed corners. We're going to cover the first lap. Make some, pretty pre- much. yeah, we'll cover the first lap. Make some predictions. What do you think? Who do you think is going to win? Do you think Red Bull are, are ahead already? Well, they're given some. Actually, they're given some facts about the track here. Fifty-seven mm. laps, five point four kilometers. Top We're watching speed, on Sky Sports F1. Two hundred and three point seven miles per hour. Fifteen advert, turns, but it should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're actually watching on Now TV. Yeah, we are actually watching on Now TV because we don't have Sky Sports. Yeah. So that's another thing. Sky. Wow, look at that. That was a. That looks like an advert, doesn't it? <laughs> For Now TV, yeah. Let's send that us. to them and say we'll do that again next week if we can come to some races. It is quite nice to be sat at home watching it. I would love to be there. I would love to be I there. I would love to be there. Night race, isn't it? Like one of my favourite things yeah. to do would be go, go to a night race. And apparently there's so many overtakes at this track. It's like the third... On the list of tracks that have the most overtakes, this is third. Really? Yeah, so there's a lot of overtakes. Oscar Piastri is starting in 18th. I'm wearing the bright orange hoodie for Lando and Oscar. How do you feel about that? <sighs> I'm glad that Lando's 11th. Lando just spoke and he said, you know, the car isn't what he hoped it would be. And To be fair... But they're not last. To be fair to Oscar, he would have had Gasly's seat and Gasly is last. So at least he's, he's not last. last, yeah. Oh no! And I mean, De Vries is the other rookie, and De Vries is behind him. Let's just see what Oscar can do. Oh god, this we is know exciting! We know he can this race. This is exciting. All these people can race. The midfield battle is going to be closer than ever. Yeah. What's your first corner prediction, though? Uh, Something's going to happen on that let first me, corner. Let me see the start of the grid then, because I can't fully remember who's right down the front. Do you reckon? Logan Sargent not last. That's pretty good. A really interesting thing. Also, Charles Leclerc is starting on new tyres. You know, he went in and qualifying and didn't set a new Save lap. Save the tyres. Yeah, he's got a new set of softs. And he was doing that, apparently, to try and get ahead. So that they don't get so too... So what do you reckon they sneak through at the last minute? I, I could see... Imagine Charles Leclerc from third to first on the first corner. That'd be pretty cool. Well, Alonso just sneaks out round, goes wide, and out of nowhere, Alonso first, first corner. Hopefully Lance goes fucking last so we can get Felipe Dragovic in the car. Well, that's... <laughs> do you reckon Lance is even going to be able to do the whole race? Honestly, mate, I don't know. I don't know, because he was struggling in practice. Because that's one thing, like, doing it in qualifying. Did you see... Did you, did you actually see his wrists? They look wrecked. He, um, there was a photo of him and Alonso on stage, and he's waving like that, and it's all bruised like oh. on his wrist. Completely fucked. If someone jolts his car or something as well, because you know when the wheel goes like that, 
really quick yeah. and really spins out like force feedback. Snap. If that happens, they could just get jolted or if someone hits the back of his car and it spins out and his yeah. wrist goes, anything could happen. Like, it is a risk. There he is, the man, the myth. Mate. I like how he's got his classic blue and yellow helmet as well. I like that. This is Aston Martin's 50th race in F1 as well. If they mark that with a podium. 50? 50. Only 50? Yeah. yeah, their 50th race is Aston Martin. It is so exciting to see Fernando Alonso there. I just... Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't mind if... Max is dominant because he is a clearly an amazing driver, but I just don't all right. Want to hang see on, hang on. Breaking week. news: I've got another friend who's uh, just sent me a photo of him watching it. Sam Vine. Sam Vine Doug, is watching. Doug is Doug is watching the F1 on his it's laptop. It's interesting our mates from home watching because we know that they've never been into F1, but some of our friends are like trying it this year because they know that we obviously do this podcast. Um, I just want to mention something as well. Go on. Uh, well, as I, they come round the corner, I don't, I don't mean to toot my own horn. Mm. I did get like a 129.8 on the sim okay. in the new Alfa Romeo 2023 car. Which would be quicker than Max's qualifying lap. I th- no, I think I worked it out. We worked it out. It would have been like, th- I would have been third because there's only like three tenths of a second between the top three, I think, in quality. Okay. But I would have been third, which means I would have beaten Alonso. Now, I don't like to jump <laughs> to conclusions, but I did tell someone recently, I feel like I could get in one of those cars, mate. Mm-hmm. Maybe not an F1 car straight away. It would be stupid for me <laughs> to assume that I can do what pro athletes do and get in an F1 You're car. You're doing it on a fucking sim. It doesn't, nothing happens. But my brother, I promise you, F2, I could get in an F2 car today, put me in a race, start me like middle of the pack. Yeah. And I, I honestly think I could navigate through the cars not crash I'm not saying I would win I'm not saying I would gain places but I do think put me in, put me in an F2 car no, fucking Oli Corworth listen to this thing and you're a twat you know, you know all the times <laughs> of the game that you click restart you don't get to restart in real life I don't really hit restart you smash anymore. a wall Mike Crack Mike Crack from Aston Martin yep he's doing a good job hopefully his mic don't crack today because he's going to need all the comms he can get wow <laughs> genius <laughs> uh, it's interesting that they're they do this up. how long are they allowed to hold the cars up for uh, That's what I can hear them talking about it now. They don't want to do it too much. Let's let's crank the TV a little bit. Mate, let's start cranking the TV up. We'll Chuck take you guys through the first corner. Any DNF predictions? Do you think anyone won't finish the race? Uh, it, things are going to go wrong. You're probably going to have I think Alpha Tauri, yeah, Alpha Tauri's car blows up or something. Or who was getting wheeled back? The uh, Aston Martins were getting wheeled back to the. No, yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't because of that. That oh, was not. He had oh, he to go and do spot, some weight thing or something like that. They are on the grid. Oh my god, the F1 season is officially back. Just seeing the green Aston Martin there is so like, breaking up that grid. If only we had a McLaren like up there as well. Hopefully Lando can get through. And we see the medical car out the back as the guy waves the green flag. Let's let Crofty take it. Here we go. Oh my god. It's lights out. There's Leclerc, there's Leclerc. Yep, yep, he's the Ferrari. He's looking, oh, he's looking, oh. he's looking, he's looking, he's, he's been pushed oh. right out. Fernando's still got his spot. Is that Lando coming around the outside there? Did he, did he gain? Oh my. Everyone has made it through the first couple of corners. Who's that, who's that in the Alfa Romeo? Just taking, Bottas is just taking Lando, I think. What are all these sparks? Oh. Okay, we'll be back after the race. Yo, yeah. Enjoy. Fuck. <laughs> Shit, sorry, I was so engrossed. Bye, guys. See you later. <laughs> Fernando Alonso on the podium. Fernando Alonso has done it. That deserves a round of applause.
That is absolutely incredible to see. That is what Formula One is all about. No words, mate. That is insane. No words. The king has come to regain his throne. I have so much to say. We have both made notes. What a great Grand Prix. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't anywhere near as excited as I wanted it to be. <laughs> but Alonso carried it. And the Claire DNF in really close to the end made it really interesting. But the Red Bulls, should we just straight away talk about them and say, could it be a long year? Yeah, it could be. I mate, 35 seconds ahead, I think Verstappen was. Of his teammate, and they're both in the same car. How does that even happen? They're so quick. They are just so quick. It's a really tough one because when they're like, the whole midfield is getting closer. And out of nowhere, you've got one car that is so much quicker. They don't even cover him, do they? They don't even show it on the TV because it's just, there's no point. I know. Really. It, like, it's bad, isn't it? That it got to the point, I happily admit, it got to the point where I'm there sat going, I hope that they get the pit wrong. Like, just to bring him back to the field. But, yeah, Max Verstappen has gone and smashed it. Sergio Perez has smashed it. Alonso has got a podium in Aston Martin's 50th race. This is 98th podium, isn't it? Or is 99th 99, podium? 99th podium now. So, you know, give it another race. And he's 100 podiums, which is wow. pretty, pretty impressive. That is impressive. It's also... Um, no, you've just said that stat. You just said exactly what I was going to say. I love how Alonso said at the end of the race, this is a lovely car to drive. Mm. But he still had about three laps to go. Yeah. You imagine if the car conked out, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. I, was saying, I was thinking that. It also seems like he, him and Lance are racing well together. Obviously, Lance went, went, went into him right at the beginning. But when Will Buxton was on Apod, he said that dynamic of them two is going to be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. They seem to be getting on all right so far. I wonder if he knew, because they weren't telling him at first. Lance has had an amazing race there. Oh, they didn't tell him who crashed into no, him? No, I, I don't think they needed to, did they? It was like know. he didn't know who crashed into him, unless he did really see. Lance did have a solid race, considering. Considering I, I, his I, Honestly, I thought going into this, I thought he'll get halfway through the race and retire the car. Does not, a bit of you not think, though, look how quick that Aston Martin is. Lance did well. Imagine Lance was fully fit. Mm. You could have had easily had two Aston Martin... That Aston Martin is very quick. Max was going round and round and round on softs. Red Bull strategy was interesting as well, but, you know, Hannah Schmitz smashed it. Um, I didn't know you could go from, from soft to soft. Yeah, you've always yeah, you said changes. that. I, I mean, I know you have to have two different... Two different... But I thought you had to go from... Um, I thought you had to go directly from, like, a soft to a medium and then back to soft. I didn't yeah. know you could double. Well, you learn something new every day. You do learn something new every day on Pit Stop Podcast. It was interesting that Red Bull did that strategy because you saw how much the tyres were getting absolutely wrecked. You Because you, the thing about the stones. Yeah, Brundle. Brundle mentioned it. The camera like panned down before the race. And it's just like chunky stones on the track. So what, is, what, what would it normally be? Tarmac? Yeah. I mean, they're all, tarmac is made up of like little rocks, but then it's all kind of like... Compounding. Moulded together and compounding shit. But when he, when he was on the grid, it looked like you could just see all the stones on top of the floor. It was, it was weird. So that's why the tyres were getting so wrecked. Shredded. Mm. Tyres were getting shredded. I think that's why the hards were so good in the end. Because mm. the softs were getting shredded up. I will also very quickly like to say, at the beginning of this podcast, I had my orange jumper on. As we know, big supporter of Piastri. I really wanted Norris to do well. That was a shit show for McLaren. Yeah. Like, there's no beating around the bush, gutted for Oscar and absolutely gutted for Lando. And that is just really shit. You know, right at the beginning of the pod, we said Gasly was 
the other seat for Piastri and Gasly's finished ninth and gained 11 places from last. Why don't we dive into like why they were keeping Lando out? Because I don't know why they would keep Lando out racing when they have to top his car up. It's I like have six no pit idea. stops. Well, you said maybe they get something for it if they complete the race. Maybe, yeah. but I don't think you do. I think it would have just been because they haven't driven for so long. Like, imagine you're in Lando's shoes. So do you think it's like data? Like they want to just analyze car Mate, data as much as possible. I just think Lando wanted to race. Like, mm. imagine you're in Lando's shoes. You're not going to go, oh yeah, okay, just bring me in. It's the first race of the season. I think you want as much track time as possible. I guess. But he had to pit five times I to guess. put air into the car. But there was, a, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't get fastest lap. Gasly, by the way, which I think we, we said should be driver of the day. Mm. I don't know if he is or not. He done very fucking well. He did I wasn't amazing. really watching him, cause, but you said he started at the back of the grid and then yeah. he became, was it ninth? Yeah, ninth. He did and really he well. And he just lost out on the, on the fastest lap at the end. Mm. And his teammate Ocon probably had one of the worst races <laughs> he's ever... Ocon. I, I made a few notes about that. What happened with Ocon? Well, it started off with Ocon. He, when he come round on the formation lap, he positioned himself in his grid spot wrong and he got a penalty for that, which is like silly, like a silly penalty. Do you think that's a bit harsh? Well, I made a note on this because it it doesn't make sense to me. And like, I could be, this could be completely wrong, but do you not just think like for the people at the back of the grid, they should just like remove them stupid penalties because it like ruins their race. And like, really, I know that sounds weird, but. It ruin anyone's race though. Yeah, I they're know still, They're still racing for points. Points are still important. But, but when they're really far behind, like Ocon was so far behind, like 30 seconds behind, and then he was getting another 10 second time penalty for something, just putting him further out of the race. Like, wasn't, he 30, wasn't he that far behind because of the penalty? <laughs> they, said, they said towards the end of the race, he has served like 35, he's missed out on 35 seconds to serve these penalties because obviously he's serving the penalty in the pit lane right? yeah so I get what all, you're saying as well else. and it wouldn't be fair to like not give some penalties out because everyone's racing for points Yeah, but if you were really really f- I don't know it just seems harsh sometimes just, when someone's so far behind and then they get beaten up by like another time penalty seem harsh. it's like oh but then it's just like and it's like VAR in football though yeah in a way yeah, I just didn't enjoy seeing Ocon like struggling already, and then it was like ten second time penalty, ten second time penalty. Well, this is where it gets sticky, man, because you got two young drivers who are both flying the flag for France. Uh, if one of them is like so much faster than the other one, that's gonna kill the other guy. Well, like I, if yeah. Pierre Gasly does really well this year and Ocon's dead. That's going to be shit for Ocon. I think Ocon was just very unlucky. I think I think that Alpine is quick. Ocon will be fine. Like Ocon did really well last season, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. I've got something I want to talk about. Because yeah. I was just thinking it. Like, yeah, Lance Stroll did amazing for his wrists. And it is exciting to see both Aston Martins that are fast. And Fernando on the podium is a perfect start to, mm-hmm. the, to the season. But imagine if Sebastian Vettel was in the other Aston Martin. Yeah. Imagine they had kept Vettel for another year and they had Fernando Alonso and Sebastian Vettel together in that car. That'd be interesting. Is that Six why you're flying? world championships. Is that why we got the green, green That's why I put the green jumper on, my friend. <laughs> nice, nice. How, how do you think they would do with Vettel and Alonso? Um, amazingly well, probably. Because, probably. Who, because is, but isn't Vettel a better driver than Alonso, really? Four world championships versus two. Nah, you can't compare it like that. You can't. No? Pe- pe- no, people switch teams and shit. But yeah, Vettel was amazing. They're, they're just as good as, as each other. I'd still pick, in a shootout, I'd still pick Alonso. If you had Vettel and Alonso at this Vettel team together now, do you think they would be potentially, if that race pace is right, maybe the second best team? Do you think Vettel could like maintain with Alonso? 
buy the Ferrari. Well, I say that because... They, 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 honestly, they could. They actually could. But then what, maybe even Stroll can. Maybe that car is quick enough because, like, Stroll isn't fully fit. Like, you can, we've actually got it yeah, on Yeah, we're TV watching it side by side. And you can see in his wrists, and you noticed it in the first couple of corners, it still wasn't perfect the way he was holding the wheel. There's, you know what it's like when you recover from any injury. You feel it for a while. When you know it's getting better, because I've hurt my wrist a lot, I have a, a pain in my left wrist quite a lot, that one where I always bend it back. You know, I yeah. always feel that. Yeah. If you've just hurt your wrist, you feel it every time it tweaks. It's like, um, it's like an intricate part of your body that you use all the time. So it's really mm. hard to rest it and it's really hard to like gain your like the the full capability of your it's like if you fucked your ankle or something like that i mean you walk on it all the time so to to heal a part of your body like that is is hard and he also has a broken toe a broken right? toe didn't even know about and, that. and you have to push what one's the brakes really hard right in it in an f1 car yeah really really firm if that's on his if that's on that foot mm. left foot it is left foot breaking isn't it yeah how many pedals are in an f1 car <laughs> come on no actually this is a serious question come on i was thinking this earlier <laughs> This is a serious one. This, but is, nearly the game, as, this is nearly as bad as no, me no, putting on a Frank Sinatra a... video last night and asking you what year it was. And you said 1992. It looked like it was from 1992. <laughs> no, I was thinking this last night and this may be stupid. On the game, when we start, we hold the clutch with the, the gear paddle. Mm. They don't have a clutch in the car, right? They do. It's on the steering wheel. It's on, so that is what that is on the paddle. It will be a separate one. It won't be one of the gears. They don't do something with their foot when they go and then go like... So, they, so when they're starting in the F1 car... Their foot is on the accelerator and they're holding the clutch on the paddle. And then as soon as they want to go, they release it. Yeah. So it is exactly the same as the sim. That's what I was trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so the it's sims just that, are actually really, really like... Well, yeah, it's a simulator. So yeah, fucking... It's just... If you look at that steering wheel, that they've got like three different paddles on each side. That's a Fanatec steering wheel for the audio listeners at home. Fanatec, thank you very much. Is that how you pronounce it? Fanatec. Fanatec, yep. Well, they are fantastic steering wheels. Only the best. I know that um, Fab's notebook was really busy throughout today's race. I did see you writing some stuff down. Well, it was right. It was right. <laughs> At the start of the race, they were discussing about the DRS, and Martin Brundle basically said, F1 are talking about bringing it down to just one lap before they open DRS. So currently, you open DRS on the third lap, so you have to do two laps before DRS is activated. And Brundle says they're thinking about taking it down to one. He actually thinks that they could just have none so drs is just activated as soon as they start the race so what do you think about that because surely in that massive bunch up in the beginning drs would be absolute chaos yeah um i mean everyone would have it so everyone would have the same advantage uh yeah i don't reckon you should have it on the first bit i don't think you should have like drs off the grid because everyone would just be the same place same place anyway Mm. i think like when you've gone round once that makes sense but then for a team like Ferrari, who are always going to start at the front of the grid because they're always going to qualify well, and they're always just going to pull away because they've got no traffic in front of them. If DRS started early, would that give the team behind more of an opportunity? Like more of an opportunity, so Red Bull can't. Well, just that's go what win I was it. about to say. Yeah, it might be a good idea to, to bring it back if they put it to the teams. I reckon all the teams would say yes, apart from Red Bull. Uh, do you know what? That was the first time I've watched a race. And a bit of me thinking, like, is it is it genuinely going to be another year, like where, where where Max wins every race? And a bit of me is like trying to think how that must be for Max. Like when you watch him do his interviews after it, and you you know you're winning. Like, what would he prefer? Yeah, I know he wants to win, 
But would he rather win by 40 seconds every week or would he rather be in a fight until the last lap? Like, I don't know whether you'd get a bit like... It just must be boring, mate. It's yeah. boring. It's like racing the AI on like 90 on the fucking set. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. We barely... We, 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 can barely. we barely scrape 40. Um, look, look what happened last year. Like, it looked like Ferrari were definitely going to probably win it. I mean, obviously, between them and Red Bull, but it took, you know, it took, like, 10 races for us to realise that, actually, no, it was probably, it's probably not going to happen now. Yeah. Like, by halfway through the season, you knew, you probably knew, like, Red Bull is are taking it home. Whereas at the start, you were like, holy shit, this could be actually really good for Ferrari. So, I just hope that Aston Martin can carry on doing what they're doing. I hope the upgrades that they bring throughout the season will carry on making the car better and better. I hope they don't... Like, Haas started really well last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then dropped off. So, I just hope they stay on an upward trajectory. It's definitely important to remember. Trajectory. Like, Aston Martin last season weren't great. And then out of nowhere, they've gone and got a podium. They've got one of the best drivers on the grid in the car. Like, as they develop, they're mm. only going to get better. If they've bought this to the start of the season... Yeah. Like, I don't know whether they can challenge Red Bull, but I will happily say, like, I will easily predict that Fernando Alonso will win a race this year. Fuck yeah, I like, hope he's so. He's got to win a race this year. I hope year. so. With the, like, Lance Stroll could even have a chance. Like, for Stroll to be that high up and race like that, it makes you, it makes you realise that Aston Martin is really quick. I mean, it probably will happen because, as we know, like, teams take engine penalties and stuff, go to the back of the grid for changing the engine. So yeah. That could definitely happen. Yeah. Ferrari... If they if it's if it's what Ferrari say and they've actually had an engine problem now, then they might have to take out a new engine and like Leclerc could be starting at the back of the grid in Australia or Saudi. Mm. Oh yeah, that's gutting for Leclerc, man. That's, it was a double Red Bull DNF last year and this year Leclerc's gone. And I tell you now, I I would love Ruth Buscombe's just texted me saying fuck yeah because Bottas did really well. Let's go. Where did he come? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he did like eighth. He was eighth or ninth. I can't right? remember, man. I, think I, Bottas was eighth. I was too busy celebrating. Or seventh. Bottas did do really well for start. I know that. I haven't got the final thing in front of me. I've got Alex Albon on the TV in front of me. Bottas finished 12th. Excuse me? Bottas finished 12th. No, he didn't. Sorry, that's qualifying <laughs> results. Hang on, we're going to get there in a minute. Bit of a disaster here on the pits. Eighth. Eighth. Eighth place Round for Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas. Well done. That's four points in the bag. Great work. And Joe did still the fastest lap at the end of the race, but because he wasn't in the points doesn't mean he gets a championship point for that. We also need to give big credit to Alex Albon. Let's not let that slip. Obviously, Logan Beast. Sargent Beast. had a good race as well. Because 12th on Beast. your debut is very, very good. That's and, where, and where did he qualify? Um, I thought he was last in qualifying. He was towards the back. Gasly was last. He was towards the back. Yeah, he was 16th. 16th. Yeah, Gasly was last. But yeah, Albon, 10th. This is a guy that last year did amazing in a really slow Williams. And this year, we don't know how quick the Williams is yet. Mate, but it's he's easy. got points straight e away. It's easy to forget that he wasn't a Red Bull. A point, sorry. It's one point for 10th. He wasn't was a Red Bull. I know, but not for long. Not for long. But I mean, there is a reason why they would have picked him. And like to be fair, to be fair, for a Williams driver and someone like Alex Albon, who isn't even really challenging that much, he does get spoken about a lot. Yeah. So people do. There is still momentum behind Alex Albon. Do you think on Lance that that um, Lawrence believes Lance is the best 
person for that splot, splot, slot. God, I couldn't get that out. Splot. Like, it, like genuinely, because Lance is a really good driver, but we've just never seen him in a quick car. You know, he's got credentials to be an F1. It's not like he's just there because of his dad. He is a very good driver. Of course. But I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, they could you, have anyone with you that put, car. You put all these drivers in the same car and they're all going to be like within a second of each other around a lap, which isn't a lot. However, in F1, a second is a lot. Mm. When you think like, you know, looking at qualifying times and there's like two seconds between the whole entire grid. If they were all in the same car, it would be minuscule. So they all are amazing drivers, but I don't. Nah, I definitely don't think Lance is like one of the best on the grid. Definitely not. Max, Lewis Hamilton, Alonso, like three massive names right there. Checo's mm. a beast. It's opened up my eyes to a little something. This race has it really? Yeah. Go on. And I obviously Splot the beans on me. It's really tough to speak about Aston Martin right now and imagine any other drivers there. But if they are on an upward curve. Could they also be another team in contention to potentially get Lando if McLaren go to shit? That's what I was thinking. Well, Aston. That's what I was thinking. I was watching Stroll do very quick in that car. And I was thinking like, wow, imagine they thought, wow, we could put Lando in here and see how quick he'd be. Lawrence wouldn't have that, surely. Well, that's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough one. Um, There's another tough talking point, mate, because there's something I've got here that we don't really know anything about. We were discussing it. Um, I want to know, yeah. So when the teams are talking about uh, preserving the tyres, when you and me go on that sim, you and me are just driving our little hearts out. We're mm. fucking... As fast as we trying can. To go as quick as we can. Palms are sweating. Like I'm clinging onto that steering wheel as if it's going to rip out of my hands. We're trying as hard as we can. When these guys are racing... Like, you hear the teams talking to them and saying, like, we've got to preserve the tyres or you're doing well at preserving the tyres. Now push. So we was watching Alonso behind Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Preserving his tyres. But you're watching them race and you've got to think, these guys, even though they're preserving their tyres, they've got to stay fast enough that the guy behind them can't catch them, but they're still not pushing the tyres, so they wreck them. So, I mean, really, you're working... How do you? Uh, I, I don't how know. How can they mentally manage? I don't know. Like fractions of a second, maintaining the tires but not getting overtaken. How do they know that margin in their head? How can you do that? Because, uh, well, I don't get it it's when special. they're racing someone, when there's someone in front of them, and then they're like, "Shall I push now?" Mm. Like, if you're racing someone, surely when I thought of me in a go kart or something, I am full speed the whole time behind mm. them, trying to catch them, trying to get as close as I can. Yeah. Like. I can't imagine having tyres and in my head knowing that they're wearing away and I know how much I've got left and you can only... I don't understand that. We'd, I'd it's love weird, to speak mate. to someone that could explain the, how they do I that. I mean, I guess we kind of have, but like, <laughs> we yeah, just I mean, didn't really ask the we, question we, ever. We we, we, we've had, a, we've had at least there. three people that we could have asked. Yeah. But um, oh, I'm loving how much TV time Stroll's getting. I think he's, he's lapping it up, isn't he? It's interesting. Who do you think DTS right now? You know they follow people. Yeah. Like who do you reckon for race one they put cameras on? They will. I was saying probably Piastri. Piastri, Alonso, Stroll, the Aston Martin boys definitely. Hulkenberg this, as this well because he was big in DTS. This would be before. a big talking point. Yeah, Hulkenberg coming back and the new and obviously Sargent as well. If um, they have Piastri today, that's going to be interesting because the build up and then his steering wheel, his gearbox. Yeah, I've got. That's so gutting for Piastri. It's gutting, um, but hopefully he can stay in the mindset of like, look, 
hopefully this doesn't happen again. We can still have a good season. He had a great start. He mm. was on the first lap. He went from 18th to 16th. Yeah. Um, you when, know. It, when it's not your fault, it must be really annoying. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. Go on. Right. Do the drivers know who they're racing against? Now, this is situational. You know, if you if you know you're starting behind Verstappen, then you're going into turn one, you know you're racing Verstappen. If you're in the middle somewhere and you're on like lap 30 and then all of a sudden out of nowhere an Aston Martin comes up behind you, right? Mm. If it's me and I see an Aston Martin behind, and I, but I'm still trying to focus on the road ahead, I'm probably not going to know who it is in the Aston Martin. Yeah, uh, you are right. I, I guess you wouldn't know exactly unless you knew all you could see in your wing mirrors and read the driver number every time. But it does change. For me, it would change how I go into that battle because if I if I thought I'm battling Lance, I'm thinking, fuck me, I'm staying well out of this. I'm just going to let him go past. I don't want any of because he's going to wipe me out. Do you reckon they Whereas study the it, other driver's lines then? Well, if it was Alonso, I would be so much more up for racing him. I'd be like, yeah. Bam, let's go head to head with an absolute goat. I've never really thought about that. Well, we saw Hamilton and Alonso's little battle. Ooh. When Hamilton and Alonso's um, undertake, overtake. That was special, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a special. You just got to see a little glimpse of Alonso, just to see him in that. I've never thought about what you said. Yeah, I just had it written down. I wonder if they know if it's Lance or Alonso. If Alonso was, I'd want to race him and enjoy it. If, if there's it loads Lance. of you in a pack, I don't think you're really thinking about it. Like, realistically, when you're racing, that's probably the last thing you care about. Like, you see a car, you know someone's there, you know something's there. You probably don't really care who's driving it. I think I think 95% of the time you don't, but I reckon there are times when, like, they would, like, if you're a new driver, yeah. if you were Logan Sargent on the grid and all of a sudden you're, like, wheel to wheel with Alonso, if it was Lance, I'd be like, shit, I'm scared. But if it was Alonso, I'd be like, this is just cool. I've grown up watching this guy. He's been my idol. I'm now in the sport and I'm wheel to wheel with There him. is definitely certain drivers that I feel love racing next to each other. I think Mick and Vettel had that last year whenever they were next to each other on the grid. Definitely. And I saw definitely. it. You saw it today as well when Gasly and Sonoda were near each other for a while at the end of the race. Yeah. And they're obviously ex-teammates. And I was just watching it thinking like, they're loving that because mm. they had a big gap in front of them and a big gap behind them, but they were close. Yeah. And them two would have just loved going around that track together. For sure. So it's a very different dynamic when you're not racing for a podium place. Because, I mean, there is points for the team, but realistically, if these people aren't winning, like, they're not going to be buzzing about it. No, I guess not. I guess not. Especially if you're out of the top 10. It's nice to see Nico Rosberg back on the box. Who is that guy, by the way, on the left? What's his name again in the black T-shirt on the TV? This one's Simon Lazenby. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. He's very, very good. I want to give a shout out to him. I really enjoyed yep. the Lewis Hamilton lie detector thing. And he just, he carries so many conversations. Pierre Gasly looks jacked. Pierre... Why does he look so big? Is he wearing a like body armor or something? I don't know. But Pierre Gasly's quite short. So Simon Lazenby is really short. <laughs> Facts, yeah. yeah. We've met Simon. <laughs> Have we? We have. Did we? We met Simon a few times. I don't even remember. Speaking of Gasly, gained 11 places this race. Mm. So should be driver of the day. Bottas and Sargent both gained four places. Got to give a shout out to Logan Sargent, man. Gained yeah, four yeah. places on your on your Stayed right there as F1 well. Race. Stayed right there with Albon. We know how good Albon did and he stayed right there, 12th. Yeah, decent stuff, man. Yeah, it is really good to see the rookies doing well. De Vries, 14th, not terrible. Had Hulkenberg, Joe and uh, Norris behind him, but... Norris's race was just a joy ride for him, I think. Like, he knew he wasn't going to get anywhere. Like, you said, yeah. surprised he didn't. I don't understand why they kept him out, but uh, there's obviously a reason behind it. So, shame for Oscar. 
Um, it was nice to see the Vries actually have some action as well. I think the main thing, if I was like one of their coaches or if I was like the head of the team, I would just say, look, boys, look, don't put too much pressure on yourselves. Like I remember um, when Martin Brundle was doing the grid walk, he was like, there's Oscar Piastri over there, but I'm not going to go talk to him because he doesn't need that on his first race. Mm. So I like that they respect him like that. I would just say, go out and have fun. Like, don't push it. Don't don't have too high expectations. Your first race in F1, mate, like, just enjoy it, enjoy it. The tough thing with Oscar is he knows that the team aren't expecting him to win and, and the team aren't expecting him to win. Like he's there to learn and he hasn't raced for a year. Mm. Like Zach said, like he's out here to get track time. Like if they want someone to win, they're, they're expecting it to be Oscar right now. They're trying to build Oscar. No, they, they think it'll be Lando will win. They're trying to build Oscar up. But he hasn't even had the chance. No, interesting like, you say that. Because I, I was just thinking then you, you, about you saying build Oscar up. I think even though... Let's say the Alpines are quicker this year than McLaren. I think Oscar going with McLaren in his first year, they're they're, they're probably the best team on the grid to build him into a star. Yeah. Through their socials, they're the best team that he could be with, like social socially. I'd say. Yeah, for sure. He's he's. I think he has made the right decision. Yeah. I do believe he's made the right decision. But when one team makes an error, two errors with both cars, like Lando's car and Piastri's car at the start of the season, mm. it doesn't look doesn't look good, and it can't feel good for a rookie that's just gone with a team who has been waiting his whole life for this opportunity, and on lap yeah. sixteen, it's wiped away from him, and there's nothing he can do. However, and, if it is if they are both the same problem, then that is better because they'll know what the issue is, and hopefully they can fix it quite easily. Mm. But then if they do come out, if if McLaren do come out and get get some pace back. Lando qualified like 12th, Piastri qualified 18th. Where is their battle going to be? Because Albon and Sargent, 10th and 12th today, that, I reckon that's probably where, I, I reckon in that gap is where you'll see the McLarens. I don't see the McLarens really getting near Mercedes, Ferrari, Aston Martin or Red Bull. So they've almost entered like a back of the mm. front battle. and That's not what McLaren want. They want to be one of the top teams. I think McLaren are a team who have the resources and the infrastructure to bring those those fresh upgrades. I think a team like Haas might could start really strong, but then throughout the season, have they got has Haas got what it takes to like constantly bring banging upgrades? Mm. Maybe not. Whereas McLaren, if, if any team's going to do it, I think McLaren McLaren could pull themselves out of the dirt. You know how it's so important the people that build the car, like the drivers are all amazing, but like obviously the people that build the car are amazing. And yeah. It makes me think that maybe the reason Red Bull are genuinely so good is because their era of winning and like being really quick has fell over the same like media era. And Red Bull have just made everything online look really good. And maybe like all of the best people in the paddock. I'd love to know how many people at Red Bull have come from other teams. Well, that's the thing. Because I reckon they're a massive draw and they've just pulled like all of the best people from everyone. Well, Adrian Newey, mate, is like the king of F1. And where was he before? I don't know. But I know for... I, I, this is really bad, but I know that he did n work on a car, which was the best, one of the best cars in F1. You search that, but at the same time, Christian deserves his credit because he's been there from the beginning of his career, the youngest ever team principal he was. And he's there now. And, you know, they've had all the Vettel success. They're now having Verstappen success. So Christian Horner clearly knows what he's doing. And he was never even an F1 driver. Right. As Martin Brundle said, he's too slow. <laughs> oh, you got Adrian Newey up here. So yeah, so Adrian Newey was working at Williams when they were absolutely killing it with Nigel Mansell and Damon Hill. 
So they have recruited. But think about all the people back in the garage as well. You know, like... And then like, he was at McLaren 1997 to 2005. When they were killing it. Yeah, titles followed in 1998 and 1999 by Mika Hakkinen. Is that right? Fuck, I, 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 <laughs> this is an F1 yeah, podcast. So it needs clearly, to be right. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's clearly <laughs> And then legend, Red Bull, it? 2006 till present. So he's been, at two, he's been at Red Bull for, you know... Nearly 20 years. What about them people in the garage, though, like your Callums and your people that do screws and build stuff and aerodynamics and all that shit? Loads of them might have been headhunted as well. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. We've said it time and time again. Those people are what make these cars so good. And considering Aston Martin are doing so well at the moment, how amazing would it be if we managed to get like a mechanic from Aston Martin? That would be amazing. If only we could get a mechanic from Aston Martin. That would be a really good episode. That would be a really good episode. We'd have to, we'd have to get a mechanic. We should. What we should do is we should get like the head honcho from Alonso's team. That would be great. And figure out what they're putting in the car. Yeah. And figure out because it was orange juice in the Red Bull. Yep. What's the Red Bull using this year? Orange juice again. Yes. With minimal vitamin B. Smooth. No, it's just smooth. No smooth, bits. No bits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think um, I don't know what Aston Martin are using. Apple juice. Apple juice. Well, that pretty much wraps up the Bahrain Grand Prix. It does not No indeed. safety car. I found that strange. But we, then, like we said, there's not really any way you hit the wall here or anything, is there? We had a virtual safety car. Luckily, Leclerc managed to park oh, the car we? on the oh, side. Yeah, yeah. We did. So we had a virtual, but we didn't have a real one. So, um, hey, it's good news. No one got hurt. Yeah, it's good. Next up, we go Saudi Arabia in two weeks' time for Jeddah. Two weeks' time. Mm-hmm. So one of do- the fastest circuits. So we have a week gap. Yeah, we have a weak gap now. So if we did manage to pull the number one head mechanic from Aston Martin Alonso's team, he could potentially come in that gap. I mean, it would fit perfectly, wouldn't it? It would. And also, because Aston Martin are like not very far away. Mm. Well, let's see what we can do, ladies we'll and We'll see gentlemen. what we can rustle up. Thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the first race of the season. Fernando Alonso has made everything way more exciting. Thank God. Like, just seeing that makes this year 10 times better for me. Mm. Knowing that next week, Fernando could come out and imagine we just get a pole. And that's the thing. People are going to be doing their predictions now and you have to counter in Alonso. My, okay, my prediction for this season is that Alonso is way more likely to get a pole position on the older tracks. Interesting. I, th- I think Bar- we start the season in Bahrain. It's a massive track. It's like a nice, easy track. There's so much runoff everywhere for everyone to get warm back up for the season. Monaco is only around the corner. You know, we got Spa, we got Hungary, we got all these like older tracks mm. where Alonso will absolutely thrive. Mark my words. Do you think he'll be helping Lance? Do you think he'll be very willing to help Lance? I don't think he needs to. I don't think he needs to. I think Lance is going to look at him for a lot of advice, man. What is this Lance's third year now? He's not a rookie anymore. Like he he's definitely got a great guy in his corner. If you're Lance and you've got Alonso, like you're gassed yeah. to have him on your team. And when you've but, got Alonso saying it's a good car, you know you're in a good car as mm. well. That's that's another great thing. Which means that Lance now hasn't got an excuse if he is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's the first race of the season over. Verstappen, Perez, Alonso. Thank you for joining us here on the Pit Stop Podcast. Rate of five stars. Hit the follow button. Subscribe. And we'll be back on Thursday. Thursday. Mm. Four. No previous prediction because there's no race. But you get something. See you guys on Thursday. But I'll see you, bye.